Welcome to episode 64. Hello. This set is called Under the Bish Bang Bosh, which is a portmanteau of two idioms, Under the Kosh, as in Under Pressure, and Bish Bash Bosh, I've got the job done. But I've changed one of the words to bang, because it's all about banging music. So this is uh, The Weekend with Take My Breath, a remix version. Uh, and the reason I've called the set that is uh, because after Dave finished his last, after we finished the last episode, when I heard Dave's set, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Sorry, just pause for that break there. Yeah, so I had no idea what I needed to do at the end of uh, last episode. And I thought that evening, in the spirit of self-imposed rules, I'm going to go home, I'm going to download 20 tracks, put them into a set with all the, the cue points in them, perform the set, record it, and finish it all in one evening. So this is the result of three and a half hours work. That's just a okay of rules. He's like... Bam, getting it done. Uh, I'm a complete finisher, mate. What can I say? <laughs> uh, please understand, listeners, that there's a couple of things happening right now. One is there's a massive delay in our call, so when I speak and he speaks, there's a bit of overlap. Also, my kitchen is so cold <laughs> that my voice is going to be stuttering <laughs> over the place. Shivering in two degrees. <laughs> Into the next song, which is Something Real by New Aspect. But it sounds really Zonderlingy, doesn't it? It's got that rolling uh, in the in the bass that really makes it. I thought it was when it first when I first heard it. Yeah, to be fair, mate, when I first heard this, I thought it was Zonderling as well. <laughs> I really hope he's playing it this year Tomorrowland because he was amazing in 2019. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you see they put the stage host out for Tomorrowland? I did, yeah. They've not said who's at what weekends yet, but that's going to be coming soon. Yeah, definitely. I'll tell you, it wasn't on the stage hosts, was a state of trance. But Army Van Buren? Yeah. Oh, he's got to be there. Come on, he was amazing. It, yeah. It's possible he'll just like fly in for a main stage performance and be like, boom. <laughs> yeah. Or oh, he might be at the gathering. The surprise DJ. Here's <gasps> open. It's going to be Afrojack. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's lost frequency 2019. I was well happy with that. Yeah, definitely. Right, so this is all new artists, and these are all, uh, not new, not all new artists, but mostly new artists, uh, and it's 
all songs that have been released in the last week. So that was new aspect. Uh, we've just mixed now into Summer and Jamis. Let it bleed. This has got camel fat vibes. It is a bit camel fat, you know, as well. And what this is one of my most consistent sets in terms of the genre. I've stuck with this same sort of like uplifting future house sort of stuff. big camel fat vibes like I can hear a breeze in the background yeah yeah I mean I suppose they all take influence from each other but like why wouldn't you want to emulate like camel fat and zondling and stuff like (laughs) if you're a new artist and there we go into the fourth song which is by Alok but Aura doing the vocals uh, the song's called Side Effect. understandable about how these sounds of, of these new tracks are so similar to previous tracks like when I'm producing hold on <laughs> when I'm producing stuff because I'm now a producer um, I will <coughs> I will queue up a track that I love in, in Ableton and just have it going so anytime I'm building up like, what's the track I'm referring to doing at this point it's like is it building is it breaking down is it is it dropping here so because I'm not used to quite how big the phrases should be for each like I would I would happily spend yeah 25 minutes on a build up to a song just you know layering and layering and layering and then going oh wait somebody needs to drop at some point where do I put the drop <laughs> yeah exactly that's part of the fun of it though like trying the sort of discovery learning as you go in yeah So it's that really simple mixing in this. Um, I've only I've gone above three tracks at once, but I've used a lot of looping at the end of songs because you inspired me with your last set. This has also got a zondalingi sort of. Yeah, it does. Is that is that rolling? I think I got a bit experimental at the end of this one with uh, going from like a two down to a one, down to a quarter, down to an eight beat. To, uh, oh yeah. Building yeah. For the next song. I'm not sure if it's this one. Yeah, it is this one. See what you think as a transition. 
Hi there, we're into the next song by Bacavi called Never Do. That was awesome. Your, I think your your first loop um, of of first loop was was twice as long as it needed to be. But once that was once you started getting the rhythm of when to have it and when to bring the, next, the where the next track was coming in, spot on. Um, it's hard to do the half loops. I've I've played around the half loops before, and it's easy to misjudge where the first bit of the half loop starts because you're like. Oh, when I yeah. half it here and then get it slower. I sort um, of going, going a bit sort of intuitively, really. <laughs> yeah, no, it was like, it was excellent. Once you got the loop in and once you were in the half loop, spot on, mate. Well done. I like a bit of experimenting. <laughs> I really like this one. I've never heard of Bacardi. Sorry, I just got massive chills. I don't think it was the music, I think. Yeah, nice, nice break in it as well. It sort of sticks with that same vibe that the previous ones had. I really enjoy like just like discovering new music. Oh, I love it. So, yeah. So we're mixing it in here into the fifth song, the uh, back and forth with uh, MK, but it's, it's with Becky Hill. Why it sounds familiar female vocals. What I like about discovering new music is you, it challenges you to find um, styles and themes in music rather than just relying on your n- pure knowledge of the track. Yeah. Like you understand Becky Hill as a singer and you know her cadence, her phrases, you know sort of how long she sings for and then where the DJ puts in a break and you train yourself to learn that style of track so that when you hear a different vocalist in just like Becky Hill, he's gonna like bam, I know exactly what what this is happening here. Yeah, no absolutely. Sorry, I just paused there for that little uh, moment. Um yeah absolutely like I felt like I knew when I'm listening to that track I felt like I knew when where things were gonna happen. between uh, delay and cutouts I don't edit I don't envy you editing this episode <laughs> <laughs> I'll piece it together somehow mate <laughs> have you got something coral coming in the background it's like a Gospel choir or something. Or is that in the track? Yeah, 
Uh, no, I am I'm mixing into the the next song here, which is um, Swedish House Mafia. Okay. It's actually quite a it's a Chris re, Chris Lake remix of Moth to a Flame. Uh, so a new new release, but like of an older song. Uh, but it's got a really nice. Uh, sort of long yeah. in the background. Yeah, massive fan of Becky Hill's voice. I love that build and then the, the combination of the previous sort of sets of sounds from the track. And you're layering in another vocal there. Yeah, I also really, really like this song. The, the two songs sound together amazing. Like, and with that, there's, um, there's a beat loop of the of No Ron Pure coming in, uh, yeah. working away in the background as well. Which I just took out there. Oh, this is a great remix of Moth to a Flame. So yeah, again, Becky Hill looping away at the end of the song, and then I'm going to drop it. The end of the song loops. Great way out of them. Oh, they're fantastic. Nice. You can, you can combine that looping with the Q button where you can tap a rhythm and it, whenever you don't tap it, it just does the loop. But it means you can get in a bit of, but, uh, 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 you know. Yeah, that's what I want to move into uh, to trying a bit more often. It's just because I was like under the cosh or under the bit, bing bang bosh or whatever it was. Uh, but yeah, like, so experiment with it with the more with the loopings and mid mid song loops to get in and out of things and stuff and uh yeah definitely gonna move that way i mean i already do use a lot of the functionality but i don't feel i'll use all of the things at my disposal with, with the program especially with having the pro version i i just it's having the time to actually do it you know oh, absolutely like, I started teaching my after-school program for DJing uh, today. Nice! So we'd had like a taster session before. This was the first like, bring your gear, bring your laptop, choose your music. And I, I set these kids up with my decks and speakers. And, and Brian had his 
his FX speakers going. And we had a million voices, and we had a Zondaling track. I think it's called Happy. And it was mixed from this into this, and then the next kid mixes from this one back into the first one again. And we were like getting the right. tap the finger on the table, like pick the beat. Now, where would you put a phrase? That's where your cue point goes. Now you gotta, you know, where your drop's gonna be. And it was, it was awesome just watching these kids work out how dance music works. And then, you know, they went to their own laptops and they had their music songs and they're like, oh wait, this is different. This is different beats per minute. It's different phrasing. And you can see them like tapping the table and then pushing cue points stuff. It was brilliant. Brilliant. I such a that's such a great way into it. It's like starting simple, but like you know, there's a challenge for them going in and out, and it just repetition. It's like deliberate practice. You know, uh, once you once you get that ingrained, then then the rest comes so much more easily. You know. Absolutely. What's the hardest Brilliant. thing with DJing? Yeah, if our ECA's open back up again, then I'm gonna I'm gonna do a DJ one here. Oh, you definitely should. But they're not open yet. What's the hardest thing about DJing? Like the scariest thing about the whole uh, experience? Well, yeah, it going wrong in front of a crowd. Playing in front of a crowd. So, um, next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we've got four kids in the after school program. I've already scheduled them to play Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, one day each. 20 minutes. Even if it's, nice. even if it's like play, stop, play. I just want them up there using their gear playing yeah tracks. yeah just getting used to standing in front of a crowd definitely so like what you do with drama students as well he says the more experience you can get that the easier it is when it actually has to happen you know so we're into here uh, the new flume song which is called say nothing i really like this I love that anti-drop. That's what I like about it. Yeah, no, he's got a really nice sort of boom yeah. bass in the background. Uh, just, I, I really, really like it. I've always loved Flume stuff. It's kind of always a, it's always a little bit eccentric. Um, but it's got, uh, during that last break, I've got a um, uh, beat loop of uh, vintage culture in the background as well. So just give it a bit more weight. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the other thing I forgot to say about this set, 
because at the the end of last episode, which we recorded like two days ago, um, you said challenge challenge me to produce a set that was like stayed under 120, yeah. and I was yeah. like, or stayed under 115. Uh, and I was like, I can't do that. I'll do one between 115 and 125. So this set runs at 125 from start to finish. So the, it's, it's really weird though. Like certain songs sound like they're faster than 125. Yeah. And others sound like they're much slower than 125. Like that last one that we kind of talked over a bit was the Nora Pure one, the instrumental one. Yeah. Sounds much slower. But this is consistently 125 through the entire set. It's relaxed. It feels a bit more chilled. Um, and a lot of the kind of that future house stuff is quite sort of chill. Without getting, I'm going to get geeky. I was going to say without getting geeky, but I'm going to get geeky. Um, it depends on your layer your tracks. Your driven tracks will have multiple basses, like like bass drums and, and bass lines. And the more bass and kick you put in it, the the faster driven it will seem. Whereas something like Nora and Pure, yeah, uh, will have less bass driven stuff and more instrumental like piano chords and and synths yeah and and you know also padding in there so it's more ethereal yeah and that, and that, i think that's it. I, yeah. mean, it, it, it I just find it i just find it really interesting that you can go through an entire set and keep it all at the same pace but it just sa- it still sounds like it has fluctuations it's just i love the kind of just journey of it So this is a vintage culture uh, with Nightjar. Sounds wonderful this bit. So, right, the next song coming in is a it's a new release from Joel Corey called The Parade, but it uses uh, like like a. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. An electronic sound that sounds like a song from the 90s, and I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, but when it comes in, you'll, you'll hear it and you'll just think, this sounds completely out of place. But when it gets into the song, it is still in keeping with this. But it's, uh, it's a really, uh, quite a quirky mix into the next song, this one. Uh, you'll hear it in a minute or so. But I d- if you can place what the sample is from, I, it's, it's killing me, mate. I, Here. Uh, Darude, Sandstorm. No, it's not that. It is. It's the same sort of sound to that song. I thought that. It is. I, I promise you, it's Darude, Sandstorm. <laughs> the, what they've done is they've, they've super compressed it um, and just taken the stripped away all the bass from it. It just said, when you hear it, I was like, oh, I know what that is!
Dame now looking like he's questioning whether it is sandstorm, which is exactly the process that I went through. I was like, is it not? It's not doing, it's not doing sandstorm. Uh, it's the same sound effect, but it's not. It's not the song I was thinking of, I don't think. Anyway, we're mixing out a bit now into Black and Blue by Good Boys. Pulled everything out here. He's got a similar sort of voice to the guy in Medusa. Yeah. You know what? Stissy Me is going to absolutely nail that track. She'll be like, it wasn't Sandstorm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She'll, she'll know exactly what it is. The year it was produced and released. Who did it? And then, uh,. I'll probably get uh, a bollock in WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna get there before she does. Dave's scurrying away trying to Google things. Is it Legacy by Push? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I know the name of the song that I'm thinking of. That's the problem. I, so yeah. you could, you could be like, is it so and so by Andy Pandy? And I'd be like, mm, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to go back and look. I've, I've got it my Serato somewhere. I know I do. Yeah, it's all right. I've, I've planted the seed in your head now, so it's just gonna <laughs> eat away at you for days now. So I'm, I'm happy. Because that's where I've been for the last couple of days. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I knew you would. That's why I was just doing piano uh, mime for you. <laughs> it's got like clapped on vibes in there. And that was the swap over. Uh, we're into Disclosure and Z. And that's the name of the song. Oh, I love this. You've got this, to let go if you want to be free. This is a great track. Oh, uh, they've just opened, they've just announced today that Sandbox in uh, Gouda is going to be open this year. Woohoo! I love Sandbox. Yeah, it's amazing. And we've got all the newbies this year and people who didn't get to go last year who we knew last year, we're gonna take them all. They're gonna love it. When is it? Can I get flights? <laughs> <laughs> Can 
Can you imagine? Surprise appearance. <laughs> On the main stage. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> I'd cry. <laughs> I would too. <laughs> I, I'm only coming. I'm only coming to Sandbox if I can play one of the stages. Lane, if you're listening. Yeah, absolutely. I'd definitely play the smaller of the two. The, the quirkier one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so then we're moving here into Cascade. Lick it. Again, just using a nice loop. Dave doing some kind of weird suggestive <laughs> licking thing towards his microphone. <laughs> What's good is my mic is so high quality, you're going to hear all of that licking action. <laughs> that is grim. <laughs> Oh, ooh, what's going on here? It's Pink Floydy. Yeah, it starts chilled, but like a couple of them, they're a bit misleading at the beginning. Yeah. You think, ooh, that's the bit. We've taken a different direction. You're like, nope, back again. <laughs> Really nice feel to it. got your uh, WhatsApp open. Yeah, I've just seen it. First day's <laughs> being announced. Yeah, they're going to start announcing all the names of the people that are performing it tomorrow. Live, and it's going to be so exciting! <laughs> We've just had the first one. An update from Monique. This is the best thing about having a WhatsApp group of all the people that are going to be going this year to Tomorrowland and having Monique in that group because <laughs> you never miss a beat. Like, the moment something's like announced, she's like straight posting in the group. It's like she just lives on Reddit. Although, to be fair, the ones that have been announced, I actually don't, don't recognise too many of those names. <laughs> I'll wait for the bigger ones to be announced later. Yeah, like Defy and Kronos. <laughs> oh, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've got a surprise for you. <laughs> I bought us a stage of tomorrow. <laughs> it's in the camping bit, like next to the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the urinals. Tomorrowland 2022, Steve Lane Cross. Mate, I'm Until the battery runs out. 
Oh yeah, sorry, I forgot to say, um, we're coming in here to Dead Mouse for the Cream Remix, but it's, it's with Frank Ocean. I love Frank Ocean. Oh yeah. He doesn't normally do like electronic stuff, but... But that's what's uh, sort of looping away. Such a nice voice. So we're moving now into uh, a new-ish artist called Emily Nash, um, with a song called Garden. It's a bit sort of, um, do you remember when the, the hanging tree from the Hunger Games was turned into a, yeah. a track? Uh, it's a bit, it feels a bit like that. With Frank Ocean's voice laid over the top, absolutely beautiful. Uh, I was just saying, if you get, if you want to start, if you've never heard Frank Ocean before, start with a song called "Bad Religion." That is just, ah, oh, it just shows up his voice so well. Especially when that four to the floor kicks in and it just that that's really really hangy tree, isn't it? Yeah, I like it. It's just got a nice uh, vibe about it. We, I think we've talked about this before. We've definitely talked about this before. Where you're listening to the track and you're like, oh, I know exactly what comes next. You know, you just you, you know yeah. what it sounds like. You know what works well with it. I can imagine hanging tree coming in after this track or before it. You know. Yeah, one hundred percent. But we're not, we're going to move into Sophie Tucker. Thank you. 
So the next song is obviously Sophie took it, but it's called Original Sin. It's a bit, bit of an indictment on the idea of Original Sin, which is uh, cool with. Um, but it's like, yeah, it's, again, it's another just new piece of music that just kind of caught my attention. Really like it. Well, I like that sample in it. So we still got Garden looped away with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've also got Miguel Campbell coming in next with the bass underneath. So there's three going on here. But um, I really like this break coming up in a minute. Gorgon City vibes up. I was going to say Gorgon City. <laughs> I like how she uses the word original. It's not four syllables spread across four beats. This guy forces the original, doesn't he? Well, he forces the original. He just gets four, four syllables into three beats. It's very clever. It's like it's missing an I. Original. But they don't skip the I. Original sin. It's like a um, th- um, there's a musical term for it, and I can't remember what it is. Uh, <laughs> I know you're asking me, babe. <laughs> okay, so the thing that's coming in there is Miguel Campbell, another new one. Uh, we are. We are what, Kev? We are fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) They sound great together. Yeah, definitely. this point here I'd have probably faded out or, or echoed out so I'm betting if you haven't done that you've got some great couple of tracks to finish on 
We've got some what? You've got some really good couple of tracks to finish on. I like that. Just that that uh, no, build yeah. down was just a perfect <coughs> Yeah, absolutely. Ending. Yeah, I totally would have done. If I had one more at the end, I wanted to build in. <laughs> But I kept the uh, kept that loop again. So this is Eden Prince. This feeling. nice and easy listening set yeah <clears throat> I, want, I really wanted to put together a set that it could be like because of like the whole nice um, keeping like because it keeps at that 125 which isn't I think once you hit 128 it just start to feel faster but there's something like in the in between 124 and 128 where it's a nice sort of it's, it's energetic but it's chilled enough to still like kind of play around a pool uh, you know just start kind of background music and I, I realised I didn't actually have any sets recorded that would just be like just kind of chilled from start to finish but like not so chilled that it's like aiming to be like a you know like a chill the bean set it's, it's got energy and pump but yeah I want it somewhere in the middle of what I normally produce and my chilled sort of stuff and this is like kind of perfectly in the middle and it sort of sticks to the same and it has the same genre all the way through so yeah I'm really happy with the way it turned out but uh, I think it'd be just be useful for like afternoon pool parties. You just let it play as people are like laughing, drinking, swimming, whatever. This is very Michael Jackson-y. Yeah, it's got a bit of funk yeah, to it. Yeah, definitely. with this being the last song I didn't have any upcoming songs to mix into to, to use the loops from so I'm still loop I'm still looping that previous song in the background here just to give it a bit more weight you don't like that's it's always the same when you come to the end of the set you're like oh this sounds so empty compared to the last 45 minutes you just played you know it, yeah it, it's true though it does especially with the earphones you know And that's it. So that is the uh, Under the Bish Bang Bosch set. Uh, and it was the culmination of three hours work. And basically, I just really loved it because it was like a just a challenge that evening. I was really excited when I was saying to Dave, like, oh, let's just record next week's episode now so I can, you know, get started on it early. But I was like just excited about having it done and kind of setting myself that challenge. Um, so, yeah, just, yeah, happy with it. I was dead impressed with it. I love that you've... You- Managed to get all these new tracks into one set with the so I say little prep work like to to hear tracks for the first time and then have a mix three hours later is is awesome. You know it's not an easy thing to do and I think you've done it really well. 
And I, I love that you found tracks that we can throw back to. Like, there's the ones that sound like Camel Fat. You've got ones that sound like um, Gorgon City, just because of a familiarity with previous ones. And and you've you've played to your strengths here, where you've known like what Becky Hill sounds like and 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 how she's going to phrase it and, and what comes next. So good effort, I'm really impressed. Yeah, and that's all. So what's next? Oh God, it's the risk set that's hanging over my head, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try. You, you've just got it. Literally, just put it. You've got it in your head as this momentous like thing now, and it's actually not. Once you get started, it'll be fine. <laughs> Cool. So, episode 65, Dave's uh, wrist set. Awesome. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) All right, guys. Thank you very much and see see you next week. week.